This week we have again a double parsha, the parsha of Acharimois and Kedoshim, filled with so many different ideas and concepts of mitzvahs. But we have in Parsha's Kedoshim a very famous and central mitzvah, Viahafta Lereacha Kamoicha, the mitzvah of loving a fellow Jew as we love ourselves. Um, this mitzvah is so central that Rashi immediately comments, he brings from the name of in the name of Rabbi Akiva, Zeklal Godel Batera, this is a great rule in the Torah. Famously, even before Rabbi Akiva, Hillel, Hillel the Elder, um, said that this mitzvah is the entire Torah. In that beautiful story where a, um, a person came and said he wants to convert to Judaism, but only if he could be told the entire Torah while standing on one foot. So Shammai said that's impossible. Um, but Hillel said, I could tell you the entire Torah as you stand on one foot. And he said this mitzvah, and the way he said it was, that was hateful unto you, don't do unto your friend. The mitzvah of Avas Yisrael, which is so central to be considered the entire Torah. So let's talk, let's give a lesson about Avas Yisrael. Um, based on Pirkei Oves, you know that especially in these weeks between Pesach and Shavuos, we learn every week one chapter of Pirkei Oves. And a lesson from this week's uh, chapter, Perik Gimel. And there the Mishnah says, malchus, that one should daven, one should pray for the well-being of the government, of the kingdom. If not for the fear of government, people would swallow each other alive. That's what the Mishnah says. Now, of course, in a very... Simplistic meaning, what the Mishnah is telling us is that government is really important because otherwise there will be anarchy and people will just be, uh, I guess, killing each other in the streets. So therefore it's important to have government, to have some semblance of law and order. However, the wording of the Mishnah is of course exact and it's strange. It says that if not for government, people would be swallowing each other alive, which is a very odd description. Of course, we can't swallow another person alive. And what does that even mean? I mean, there are so many simple ways the Mishnah could have said that there could have been a lack of law and order. What's this, what's this imagery of swallowing another alive? And the Rebbe explains that the Mishnah is telling us something a lot deeper than basic lawlessness and basis, basic anarchy. But rather, the Mishnah is talking to the human nature of ego. And that is that many times, one who is very, into, very self-centered, very egocentric, looks around at others and sees everyone only as being there for oneself. In other words, that person, how do they help me? How do they add to me? How do they make my life better? And one who's, again, um, egocentric, Really, everything that goes on around them is all about how does that help me? How, how is that there for my, for my um, achievement and for me to be greater and better and more renowned and so on and so forth? And that's what it really means, this imagery of swallowing everyone else. When you swallow something, um, that person or that thing that you're swallowing remains whole. It's just inside of me. It's inside of the one who swallowed them. So we're, the mission is talking about the one who swallows everything else around himself, because everything is just seen by the prism of how is that within me? How does that help me? How is that good for me? And therefore, the Mishnah is telling us that the answer to that is government, is kingdom. Pray for the government, because that will help that you won't have that attitude of swallowing everything around. Why? What is it about government that would help with one's ego? And to understand that, there's a beautiful story. The Alter Rebbe, the Balatanya, as we know, spent time in prison um, because of 
trumped up charges, which we're not going to talk about now. But when he was in prison and he was being asked all types of questions, the Tsar himself of Russia at the time heard about this great person in prison and wanted to meet him. He got dressed up in plain clothes and came in incognito without announcing himself as the Tsar, obviously. Walked into the prison cell. As soon as the Alter Rebbe saw him, he stands up and he makes the blessing, the bracha, the one sees, the one says when he sees a king. The Tsar asks the Alter Rebbe, why would you make the bracha of a king on me? What does it have to do with me? And the Alter Rebbe said that the Gemara says, Malchusa da'ara ke'in malchusa dirakia, which means that the kingdom of this world, the government, the kingdom of this world, is merely an expression of the kingdom of heaven, of Hashem himself. And as soon as you walked into the room, I felt such a fear and such a trepidation, such an awe, that I knew that you must be the king, the earthly king, representing Hashem himself, the king of the world. And that's why I stood up and made that blessing. This idea, what the Alter Rebbe was telling us, based on that Gemara, is that the concept of government and the concept of kingdom in this world is merely, really in its truest form, an expression of Hashem's governing and Hashem's being, Hashem's kingdom and Hashem being the king of the world. The concept that there's a king and there's a law and order starts from Hashem. And Hashem empowers human beings in this world to express that kingdom here. So that when one really contemplates the, con- the concept of kingdom and government and the king and the ruler, one reminds themselves of that there's a king and there's a government and there's something way more powerful and greater than myself. And that's humbling. And when one is humble before Hashem, one doesn't swallow up everyone and everything around them. Humility comes from the recognition that there is a master of the world and I'm a creation. I'm part of a plan. I'm not the creator and I'm not the master. I am I have that sense of humility before the master of the world. And once one is humble, then one recognizes themselves as an equal to all other creations of Hashem. And that, therefore, is the deeper meaning of this Mishnah. That one should see and understand and pray for the, for the well-being of government, the deeper understanding of government. The fact that I'm being governed, that there is a Hashem in the world, and therefore to be humble before Him, and therefore to be accepting of every person and respectful of every other person as well, not swallowing up other people. Beautifully, the next step of the Mishnah is, two people who, who are sitting and they're not, and there's no Torah, no words of Torah between them. This is a Moshe of Leitzim. It's considered a group of scoffers. But two people who are sitting and there's Torah, there's words of Torah between them, the Divine Presence is with them. And there's a beautiful idea in the uh, Sefer Medrash Shmuel, from Rav Shmuel Diuzida, a disciple of the Arizal, he says the Mishnah is not talking about whether people are studying Torah or not. It doesn't say a person who studies Torah or doesn't. It says when there's two people, is there Divrei Torah B'nehem? Are they studying Torah together? And again, the Mishnah is continuing on the thread of humility versus arrogance. When one is all about themselves, so even if they're sitting with another, they're not really studying together with the other. It's all about themselves. I'm studying Torah, and I'm becoming a Torah scholar. There's no togetherness when one is arrogant. And therefore, right after the Mishnah talks about this concept of kingdom, and how the kingdom humbles, and therefore we don't swallow up another, it immediately continues, and therefore when we study Torah, whatever we're doing, we do it together with others, because it's not about ourselves, and we're able to truly interact, and truly connect, and be respectful of everyone around ourselves as well. And of course, this is going coming back to the Parsha 
a basic message in order that helps us to apply and to fulfill the great mitzvah of to loving our fellow as ourselves when we don't have that arrogance, but rather we recognize that we stand before Hashem at all time and we're humble before Him and therefore we're able to respect and accept everyone around us in the way that we're supposed to. Have a wonderful Shabbos.